Welcome to Magic in the Moment podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk about looking uh, natural when you're performing. Not so much when you're performing, but when you're holding out. Um, So many times I see people performing and you can tell, you know, they're holding out a coin, they're holding out a card or whatever the case may be, uh, or they're getting ready to bring something into play because they try to bring it in too early and just all the stiffness in their hand brings all the attention to it. Um, It's more about, it's more than misdirection. And I think that's the thing that's you know, we overlook a lot because we always hear, you know, in the books, like it's all about misdirection. You lead with your eyes, you know, big movement covers a small movement, things like that. But there, a lot can be said about just feeling relaxed or looking more relaxed. And for me, like when palming a card, you see, I see so many people when they palm a card and they keep their elbow bent or they slowly stiffly take their arm back down to their side when they palm a card off and there's a bit of a balance but in today's time where we all have video recording devices in our pockets there is no excuse not to record yourself performing uh magic or practicing magic to be able to go back through and like oh, okay that looks a little weird so you know cards yeah, you're not going to be able to switch a bunch of palms. You can change position, and that's one of the things that I do is I'll, because I have giant hands. So one, I already have to alter the way the palm is written. But then I'm also going to alter the way that I hold out. So when I bring my hand to my side, like I may take it from being all my fingers on down to just my pinky holding onto it against my hand to middle finger, ring finger, whatever. Or even pushing it down more into like a tenkai palm so I can bring my hand back up and gesture uh, or talk with my hands. But the big key is just not to be stiff with your movement. You should be moving your arm or your hand that's holding out like there's nothing in it. And you've got to do it with confidence. Now with coins, it's so much easier. And I see so many people, like if they go into classic palm, keep a coin in classic palm. And unless you have an amazing classic palm, your hand's going to look at some point a little stiff and like you're holding something out. Like I've seen some people that have really, really good palms. And even them, I'm, I look at them like, okay, yeah, they're definitely palming a coin. So if you need to be go from a palm position or get happy in a palm position when you first hold out or when you first steal great but as soon as you can transfer that to something more natural transfer that to a fingertip press to a finger palm um get in the habit of when you're practicing going from one hold out to the next uh, i'm a big fan of like the thumb of uh, the thumb clip one of my favorite ways to hold out a coin but i also realize it looks kind of weird if my thumb doesn't move so we able to go from that into a finger palm so I can gesture then do a Ramsey subtlety back into a classic palm to go pick something up and be able to have my thumb move and my fingers move to whatever I need to do practice those things we get so stuck in our practice of I'm working on this so this is what I have to do to 
not doing everything that you should be incorporated in. And it, it's one of those things where like when you're when you're practicing something, you're only practicing the one thing and you're not practice you're not going through the full routine. I see you see it with people who are practicing card magic and coin magic. They work on one piece of a trick instead of the whole thing. When I was working on my torn and restored card effect, trying to figure out like where I wanted to go, how I wanted to get to certain positions, I did the whole thing all the time. Now I would slow it down like, okay, here's where I am. And last time I did this and it didn't work. So let's try this and see how it looks and see how it works. I didn't just sit there on the same thing and just work on and work on and work on and hammer it through. And I think that's what makes me feel confident with my Torn and Restore card, though, because I was able to get all those hours of practice in while I was developing it over the years, going from the beginning to the end. And sure, like, there's some stuff in the middle that's newer and that I've added or I've changed, but I practiced the whole thing. And sure, I've gone through decks and decks and decks of cards doing it because of the way I practiced it, but I made sure the whole thing flowed. I went through everything. It'd be like a comedian, you know, testing out new material and just telling the one new joke that they know instead of their whole set. So, you know, practice your holdouts, practice how you're palming, transferring, looking more natural. And with the practicing of everything, you're going to look more natural, be able to do things and make it look better and record yourself. If you're listening to this podcast, you're most likely listening on your mobile phone, which if it doesn't have video capabilities, how did you get here from the past and not share your time travel technology with the rest of us? Anyways, that's going to do it for today's episode. My goal is to keep these below 10 minutes, keep them short and sweet, give you a little bit of insights, a little bit of tips uh, on bringing your magic, hopefully to the next level. Um, I've got over 30 years experience in magic, so I'm hoping that I'm able to offer you something, uh, to help you along, but I don't know everything. I'm not going to pretend to know everything. These are just kind of things that have worked for me over the years and things that I've noticed in other people, but I want to thank you for listening and, uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of magic in the moment podcast.